0: Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, we are just
1: cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats.
0: This is Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast.
1: I see Batman and Beyond. Steve, did you know unicorns were real?
0: I tell Lydia that all the time. But I mean, like... And fairies.
1: But real, real, like there's actual fossil evidence. Okay, so a unicorn didn't actually look like the unicorns that you think of, right? White horses, rainbow manes, giant horn coming out of their fucking forehead that's beautiful and shiny and gives off powers and whatnot. A unicorn, a real-life unicorn, they're called Serbian unicorns, or excuse me, Siberian unicorns, and they lived in Siberia about the time of Mastodons and Mammoths. They look like an, a rhinoceros with heavy brown hair. Um, they died off a long time ago. They are now extinct. But they were a real thing. They, scientists call them unicorns. You can find on, like, CNN or Fox News, whatever your jam is, and, or, or even uh, w- Wikipedia. And uh, it's a real thing. So do you remember Episode 2 of Mandalorian? Uh-huh. The mudhorn he fights? That uh-huh. mudhorn... Is based off of what a real unicorn looked like. So, unicorns were a real thing at some point. They just look nothing like what people want to think of them. I'm
0: looking at it 36,000 years ago.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh Uh-huh. It's fucking amazing. And they look so cool. Like, I actually prefer the real unicorn look as opposed to a fucking white horse with, like, you know, flowing mane and a fucking horn. Like, I like this idea of this giant rhinoceros horn coming out of their fucking, like, head. So cool looking. So, whenever I hear unicorn now, I only think of that creature. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I can't, I can't think of the fantasy creature anymore from, like, Legend and, you know, all, like, you know, the My Little Ponies uh, cartoons I've seen. Like, because I love My Little Ponies.
0: Do you love My Little Pony? I am a brony. Are you?
1: I am. I go to I, brony all oh, you the do?
0: time. I mean, I've watched it with Lydia. It's not the worst, is what I'd say.
1: Um, I think it's the
0: best
1: <laughs> because I'm a brony, like I said. I love brony. I so go who's to brony your,
0: Who's your favorite pony?
1: Oh, Applejack. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You and your
0: brony uh, conventions was not... Not what you wanted to talk about when we get him a Batman show. That's not where I did not think. <laughs> I thought actually that you were going to go somewhere with because you just love Alfred so much. And everything. I hate Alfred. Alfred so much. I, I know. don't care for this episode. So I, was, I, I was actually like, I
1: don't I, even want to start this episode. I,
0: I kind of knew that. Like I was like, oh man, uh, this episode's garbage. Mike's going to really just trash talk this episode.
1: Yep. This is your episode tonight, Steve. Is it? Why right. don't you do, the, do you this? You can do shit. the greetings.
0: You do the greetings tonight. You can do the reads. You can do it all. Oh wait, where's my notebook? Oh man, I put my notebook somewhere. I'll be right back. I gotta go get my notes. Oh, I was sitting on it. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Steve's episode off to a good start already. <laughs> all right. So wait, you want me to read something now? Is that what you Yeah, say? you can. You
1: can say you know the greetings to the Cool Boy Nation. You can. You can read the. Uh, I'm doing everything.
0: Says. Greetings. Cool boy nation. Ow! It is time for. I don't. I don't is there a text? Because I'm just like saying stuff. <laughs> what, <laughs> yes. what is it? What is it that we say again? Welcome to another installment. Oh yeah, welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys, no, Batman and Beyond, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. Cool Boys podcast. So, um, you're Ballard. I'm Steve. Oh. Okay. I'm Ballard. Uh. Tonight's episode is
1: You're not supposed to say so cool.
0: Oh yeah. It's not cool. I don't I don't get the uh The Lion No, and no Unicorn. You
1: don't have to say uh, you just have to say so cool. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What? You or- say so. You're, you're in the different seat this time. We're no, 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 no.
0: no. If I'm in the different seat, then I get to, to control it. So I don't have to do what you tell no. me to do.
1: <laughs> Just because you're talent doesn't mean you're producing. <laughs> well, yeah, I no,
0: exactly. So, um, oh, wow. well,
1: you're directing this episode too, huh?
0: So anyways. You know what they
1: say? They say season one, the showrunner is in control. Season two, the showrunner and the talent are both in control. But by season three, the talent is in control. It seems like by our season three... Our talent will be out of control, and that that man's name is Stevo. Wow.
0: Okay, Mr. Uh, Eagle Maniac over here.
1: I'm the man
0: (laughs) that controls the show. Okay. Pull the strings! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm the puppet master. Pull the strings! (laughs) Tonight's episode is The Lion and the Unicorn. A very like British sounding code name. And opening uh, title, credit card, whatever they call it, title card. <laughs> credit card.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. According to Wikipedia, the Red Claw organization kidnaps Alfred, seeking a code they need to arm a weapon of mass destruction that Alfred knows from its days as a British secret agent. Wait, you didn't say who directed the episode? Oh, I don't have any of that information. I'm actually not on Wikipedia. Who wrote it? <laughs> just, oh, oh really? Yeah. Wait, you're so, not on Wikipedia? I know. I, I'm just on this like other website that has it streaming and they have the Wikipedia um, oh. synopsis, but I could pull up Wikipedia.
1: Yeah. Well, who directed the episode? Who wrote okay. this episode? When did it come out?
0: This is actually an interesting one because it's written by three people. So it's written by Diane Duane, Peter Morwood, and Steve Perry. Wow. Air date was September 15th, 1995. And it was directed by Boyd Kirkland. Who's the villain? I don't have that information, but it's Red Claw.
1: Well, Steve, something funny enough about this episode actually, uh, it's air date. This is officially the final episode to air of Batman the Animated Series. So it was the final broadcasted episode, yeah, in September fifteenth, nineteen 1995, as as you said, mm, yeah. So.
0: I wonder, I wonder why they waited all the way to the end of This one, I wonder why too. Oh, because it's
1: garbage. Because it's a <laughs> garbage episode starring Alfred. Yeah,
0: this this is a, you know, pretty lame one, I guess. But uh, I think that's probably why they waited till the end to air it. But it's also – I guess it could be like a nice little coda because it's like they're, they're finding out a little bit more about Alfred and that he was actually somewhat of a badass or something.
1: Or Robin is because it seems like Batman knew.
0: It, I guess. And it also seemed like Batman didn't really know the extent. I thought he just said that because Batman was like he mostly did desk work or something. Didn't Isn't that what Batman said?
1: Yeah. I mean it's, it's elusive that you know, like what he actually did, but it's very clear he was a special agent of some sort, like Bond.
0: I, I think that he was like a badass motherfucker, is what they were saying.
1: I think that's supposed to be the character of Alfred. This is not this Alfred.
0: He's well, that's not what, a badass that's what the motherfucker. Joke is, is the is that he was like thirty years ago, and he and now he's just this like you know let me dust you sir you have too much dust on your cape and like they're like alfred jesus christ i my criminals don't care about the dust on my cape and uh you know he's basically 30 years prior to that he's like probably shooting people in the head and like taking care of queen and country and uh it's just this badass motherfucker I th- he th- isn't though.
1: Well, I, 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 We've seen him flying planes, or he flew the bat wing. He's at like, one point. he's like eighty he years old now. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm saying, like, like thirty years ago, eighty
0: years ago, like fifty, like when he was fifty or forty. So like he's a lot
1: older than eighty, Steve. He's like a hundred twenty or something like that. Probably no. I mean, that based on like, like, like what we know of Alfred, yeah.
0: Easily, I don't think so. Let's let's think about this. All right. So Alfred was around. I think Alfred was probably he was he was the butler when uh, Bruce's parents were alive, and he was probably. And he know. was the
1: butler for um, Bruce's grandparents too. No, he wasn't. Yeah, they talked about that all the time in the show. No, they did not Yeah, Bruce is always like Alfred. You've been watching four generations of Wayne's.
0: I don't think so. I don't recall this. I'm pretty
1: sure they did that last week in uh, the episode of uh, Baby Doll. Uh huh. They were like setting this up. Felt like. Mm mm. No. What's his friend's name, by the way? Do you even know? Um, I don't.
0: I don't. But I can yeah, find Yeah, I don't. Out. I can't. I can't Frederick. tell you what his friend's name. Frederick. Cousin Frederick.
1: Cousin Frederick, cousin. I remember. I remember they say cousin. And then they Batman explain
0: what cousin means.
1: Yeah. Sometimes special agents would call each other cousins. That sounds shady. That sounds like a bunch of like fuck parties going on in the special agent world. Dang. Like oh cousin, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like it just seems weird. Seems a little too familiar.
0: That's you know, one I'm of saying. the things I thought was funny uh, in this, just that was the side. So it. Um, it's like so obvious that um Batman and Robin are, are Bruce Wayne and Dick like when they like Red Claw or whoever should have figured that out like instantly like we kidnapped the Wayne's uh, butler and all of a sudden Batman shows up you know where he's never showed up in London before Batman didn't even know where London yeah. was when when Alfred's like, I'm in London. He's like, London, England? And yeah, what? Alfred's like, the only London there is?
1: Yeah, like, what other Lo- – I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a bunch of Londons, but, like, it's the only London anyone would think of if you said you were in London. <laughs> you know, you have to be like, no, oh, no, London, Iowa. <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, okay, of course, all right.
0: But, yeah, so it's, like, uh, just funny that um, no one – it just gives it away it's such a red hair it would be better if they were just playing Bruce and Dick going out, like trying to find their butler and getting involved in it in that way uh, mm-hmm. that probably would have actually been a little bit more interesting than having like Batman go all the way to London and not really like I don't know make it that interesting
1: well, they did, like, a bunch of, like, random, like, shitty, like, London accents. Like, uh, they have all these cocky. guys. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like how they use the Batwing to just fly all the way to London. That's, that's some good travel.
1: I'm sure Customs had issues with that.
0: Like, I don't understand at the end of the episode when uh, Batman escapes or, like, when he's leaving or something, suddenly Red Claws inside the Batwing. Like, I the love f- that part. How the fuck did she get
1: in there? Like I don't that, know. That doesn't make any sense. I loved it, though. It was the only part I loved because I was like, all right, now you're throwing me for a loop. <laughs> all right, what's going on here? And then she rips off his cowl, and Bruce is like, fuck this, and he just ejects yeah, her. It's, he's it's, like, yeah. fuck, I don't need her to see who the hell I am. But then <laughs> it just kind of leads to the worst ending because it's like he's doing all this flying in the Batwing to stop a uh, a a, uh, missile? Uh, a nuclear missile. And then he just fires like two Stinger missiles at it. And then they explode the entire nuke right out in front of Big Ben. It's like, I don't think that's how
0: that works. Yeah, I was I was pretty sure that that was a little too close to to call and probably <laughs> yeah. destroyed half of. You know, I think
1: Parliament was completely destroyed at that point. Yeah,
0: yeah, buildings would have been wrecked and it mm-hmm. would have been pr- pr- some chaos, and they probably would have blamed Batman because they all they saw was Batman just like <laughs> f- rolling up there, just like yeah, zzz, like what he the he launched fuck? a missile he at just, us. He yeah, just launched some missiles and caused a huge. I saw explosion. him launch <laughs> two, and, <laughs> two missiles. He, he's just like, all right, see you later, suckers. Zzz, he just Yeah. Yeah. Batman just declared war. No, if
1: that was Batman, I would immediately release a press-like release. That would be something like, I. it was not me. It was Britain Batman or British <laughs> Batman. And British Batman was attacking you. He's a completely different person than me. I have no affiliation with him whatsoever. <laughs> Here's what I don't understand, though, Steve. Why the fuck would two old dudes have secret access codes <laughs> to launch a nuke, though, in the first place? Right? from a missile silo in a castle in Scotland <laughs> from their careers as special agents 80 fucking years ago.
0: It, yeah. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I think because maybe they set it up when they were first there. But, like, how would they even remember the codes it would be what I was thinking. Like, So they're, like, 60 years later. They're yeah. still remembering the secret codes that they set up when they were, like, you know, secret agents setting up some sort of secret uh, missile, missile, missile silo.
1: Yeah, but, like, like, difficult codes to remember. Like, who the fuck remembers some of those codes? I would
0: not remember. I I would have a very difficult time remembering that. Okay. I wrote the codes
1: down. So, Frederick, as you as you so eloquently pointed out earlier, his code was 1414 Gurrier's Crescent Blairdom Upper. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So, I started Googling that shit. Nothing. 1414, 14, obviously, 1414 14 A.D., lots of shit comes up. Gurrier's Crescent, nothing. Blair Dumb Upper, oh, I got something. Guess what, Steve? What is it? There is a law firm that started <laughs> in 1976 in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Guess what it's called, buddy? What? What? It's called Bart Durham Injury Law, and one of the guys working there is Blair Durham. Blair was enlisted in Infantryman for almost four years in the United States Marine Corps. For you fellow Marines, Blair was a 0311 rifleman. He served at Paris Island, Camp Lejeune, the naval sub-base Bangor, you know, outside Seattle, and with the 3rd battalion 4th Marines at Camp Pendleton. Ugh, this is He spent right 6 now. months TDY in Korea and Japan. He completed the Marine cold weather training at Bridgeport, California and received several mass awards, Steve. He completed I basic, don't care about basic Blair. Marine combat training, the School of Infantry and the Marine Security School. Mm. He left the corps to finish his undergraduate though, Steve, at Belmont University in Nashville. His law degree is from Pepperdine School of Law in Malibu, California! He spent a month as the barrister's pupil to Simon Connolly at the Middle Temple in London. <gasps> what London, Steve? Isn't there only one? We will only assume because it say what London. Anyways, <laughs> then he became a lawyer. It seems like his dad. his dad runs the place, his dad's Bart. His dad's been practicing law forever. But it seems like he really (laughs) started practicing this private practice in 1976. His practice evolved (laughs) like it seems to for lawyers who work hard, tend to the business, and are lucky. A few years later, after he started another private practice, he had his own office, Bart. Fast forward (laughs) to the day, and now there are six lawyers and a team of 23 people in the office. Many fine lawyers worked in my office over the years, including a current circuit court judge in Franklin, and a current criminal court judge in Nashville. That's just, you know, I thought to myself, could that be <laughs> what Alfred was connected to?
0: I don't think or so. Or Frederick? <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, no. Oh, no, no, no. That was just a waste of time. Yeah, that was oh. pretty much like, shit. Like, uh, am I supposed I ta- to say, "Oh, uh, wow, that's interesting"? Like you yelled at me other times, yeah, but I'm yes.
1: not interested. You, well, yes, you are supposed to say that <laughs> okay. right now.
0: Oh, wow. that That's interesting
1: stuff. I thought so, too. And I was really <laughs> curious that 76, that's about 80 years ago, kind of matches up, actually, time-wise.
0: Mm, no. I'm going to go with no.
1: No? Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the second code, Steve. The lion and the unicorn. But that's the bullshit part. Because when fucking Frederick's all like 14, 14, <laughs> Gurrier's Crescent blared him up, or they're like, type that whole thing in. <laughs> But when fucking Alfred's like, the lion and the unicorn fighting for the crown, they're like, just type in the lion and the unicorn part. Mm. Why? Mm. I would have typed in everything Alfred said. Fighting for the crown. Why was that not added?
0: And he was saying other stuff, too. Was he like, I'm just going to start talking gibberish. And he's like. Yep. Yeah. The other guy should yeah. have said the same thing. He should have been like, I'm going to start talking gibberish. And they should have just both been like... He was like, I can't help it! <laughs> I've been waiting for 80 fucking years <laughs> to, to say this to code. Let someone
1: know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it worked out, I guess, because he, he gave it up right away. But Alfred's... Yeah, the Lion of the Unicorn. Do you know that actually has some connections and everything? Do you know what that's about? Um, Yeah, something. I do. Yeah, the Lion of the Unicorn. That's like a... Uh, the symbols of the you know, UK—they're the supporters
0: of the royal coat of arms.
1: Yeah, the unicorn is actually described in mythology as being like half lion and half horse with a horn on its forehead. As we talked about earlier, the unicorn is in real life is not that. Um, they are properly speaking, you know, uh, supporters appearing in the full royal coat of arms to the United Kingdom. The lion stands for England, and the unicorn for Scotland.
0: I have a note here that it is an analog for Great Britain that has been used in a nursery rhyme. Alfred's part of the code is the first two lines of the song. That's right. The, the lion, lion and the, and the unicorn, unicorn were fighting for the crown. crown. The, the
1: lion beat the unicorn all around the town. Some, some gave them, gave them white bread and some, some gave them brown. Them brown. Some, some gave them plum, plum cake and drummed them, them out, out of town.
0: So one thing that's interesting on this episode is I think this is the last time we see Red Claw. And I think it might be that she drowned. yes. She's dead forever. I don't think she comes back, and it's not really that clear. So yeah, he ejects her out of
1: the Batwing, uh-huh. and she died.
0: Basically, that's he, what happened. She kind of might. He's like, "Did you just see that on Bruce Wayne?" She's like, "Where are you, Bruce Wayne?" <laughs> <He's just laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, really. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna kill you! I can't let you get my secret out." So um uh something that was uh um. Uh, something I did not mention last week, but I'll mention this week: Baby Doll and Red Claw apparently both have never been, you know, put in the comics. There, there's no uh, version of them for the comic books. The comics have never entered them into their lore. Mm. They are from the animated series, and that's about it. Interesting. Yeah, I can understand why with Red Claw, she's not important. Um, she is hot as fuck though. But she's not important. She's not a good character. Baby Doll is a cool character. I would have thought that they may have. There's like a lot to Baby Doll. She's got a good silhouette, which is important, you know, in in creating a character, in animation especially. Having a great silhouette. She has a great silhouette. Um, she, She has a great gimmick. I know they're not for gimmicks, but she is a great gimmick. Red Claw isn't. Red Claw is just like. All right, you're just a female Russian terrorist, I guess, right? I mean, that's all she is in the end. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, I it's weird that baby dolls never mentioned in the comics, but that it, but Red Claw makes total sense to me, at least.
0: What'd you give this episode? Um, like two and a half, I guess. Yeah,
1: it's not really that good. Um, I. I do remember, like, watching Red Claw episodes, and I think they kind of all blended into one as a kid, but I never really liked any of them. Like, even Cat and the Claw, that two-parter we watched with Red Claw, which may have been the last time we saw Red Claw,
0: it's just, like, not good. Yeah. I guess she was supposed to be a Catwoman villain, basically. Was that what she was?
1: Yeah, but, like, there's no affiliation with Catwoman in this episode at all. It's yeah, Alfred's yeah. bullshit, and, you know, and his buddy, his cousin. Um, I do remember that the part two of Cat in the Claw, the final little bit of that episode, that act three, was amazing. With the, like, Batman racing out of the fucking, like, underground base with a gas truck lighting on fire. Everything behind him and exploding shit. Like, that was insane. And this episode has it also a very intense ending. I mean, Batman having to race across, like, the, the oh, sea, yeah, sure. the ocean... With his mask off, and the wind is blowing his face, and they did a good job of animating that, right? He looks away. Like, he can't even look directly into the wind. It hurts so much. And he has to, like, take out a nuke last second, even if it is ridiculous and it explodes right in front of Big Ben. It it works. They they had a good third act for every single of the Red Claw episodes, and, and it's funny that it's not impactful still somehow.
0: I think she's probably – was the most interesting part but it's just kind of a lame episode so
1: yeah or maybe it's just not well voice acted or something
0: it's a little cliche it's uh, just
1: yeah it's just maybe too cliche I guess yeah yeah I give it one out of five boys it's really not my favorite um out of the stuff I've watched and like I said I don't remember really enjoying Red Claw as a kid but she's hot and I love her Tulsi Gabbard little gray streak ugh fucking really hot so cool so cool just as cool as the nudge he's one of our good friends over at blog com, and he has a batman top 25 podcasts and we are number 10 whatever that means
0: Uh uh-huh did
1: i say that right yeah you did there was red claw dead forever Uh she she died died. she
0: just landed in the ocean without any sort of flotation device
1: She's dead, and she's dead tired of not going to this website, so you should check it out, too. <laughs> it's at blog.feedspot.com slash Batman underscore podcast backslash. Thank you, Inej. Always appreciate it, buddy, and I'm so happy you're getting better and feeling better. Thank you. Doot, doot, doot. Doot, doot. No. <laughs> we had to say bat things or whatever. Uh. It's your episode.
0: Great bat stuff. It is. Wait, what do I? I don't know what I'm supposed to say. To whisper Coolboy Nation,
1: me. tune in next time or whatever. Same whatever t- channels
0: and times. Same bat channel. <laughs> you do it. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. No, same Coolboy <laughs> Nation. Coolboy Nation, tune in next time on the same bat channel, bat thing, bat this, bat that. This
1: is why we're number 10.
0: (laughs) Cool boy, Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you've bat thought of the lion and the unicorn, or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batmanandbeyondcoolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys Podcast and review us on iTunes. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck and you'll receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboys podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Beisies from Steve. It's Beisies from Ballard. So cool.
1: Batman. And
0: beyond. Oh yeah. Batman.
1: And beyond. Uh